When it comes to analyzing the data in your Teachers Pay Teachers store or any online shop for that matter, there's a couple of key metrics that make a huge, huge difference. One of those metrics that makes a huge difference in your sales overall is your conversion rate. But what is a conversion rate and how does it affect your sales and how do you actually make your conversion rate better so that you can make more sales in this video we're going to be talking about all of those things specifically in relation to your teachers pay teachers store so we'll talk about what a conversion rate is what a good conversion rate is we'll talk about how to make yours higher so that you can sell more things and make more money and you know live the life of your dreams whatever that looks like so if you are interested in that then let's hop right on in all right first of all what is a conversion rate the conversion rate is just a metric it's just just a you know point of data that is the percentage of people who have landed on your product and actually purchased your product this is important because if more people are purchasing your products that have landed on your product then you will make more sales vice versa if fewer people who land on your product actually buy your product then you are going to make less sales so your conversion rate just tracks how many people are landing on your product page and actually purchasing so like they you know search something in tpt search they clicked on it and then did they actually purchase that's what we want to know so the higher your conversion rate is that means the more people who land on your product are purchasing your product which is what we want. The conversion rate is really important because it shows that people are not just finding your product, but also actually purchasing it, which is really important because if people find your product and then they aren't find that you're not interested in it, then you know, any other marketing platforms are, you know, a little bit less useful. So this is really, really important to having a solid TPT store. So if you're looking at how to like increase your sales, increasing your conversion rates is a great way to do that. All right, now where do you actually like find your conversion rates? Now you can actually do the math for this because it is pretty simple math even for us music teachers. And by the way, I did take like AP calculus and like physics and all of that stuff. So I can do math for the record. And actually music is a lot of math. Anyway, we're not talking about that. What we are talking about is conversion rates. So to find your conversion rate, you can actually physically go and do it by looking at your statistics and you just take the total number of people who purchased your product divide it by the total number of people who have viewed that product. So you can totally do that, but I have never done that because on TPT, they actually show you what your conversion rates are. So easier way to find your conversion rates. If you're looking for your conversion rate, like overall as a store and a really interesting thing is like to compare your old conversion rate to your new conversion rate, then my suggestion is to go to your dashboard. So go to your teachers pay teachers dashboard, and then over on the side, it usually defaults to earnings as what it shows you, like how much you've earned this month. But if you switch it to conversion rates, then it will tell you your average conversion rate, like per day, per, you know, month, per whatever you do, whatever time frame you put in there. The other thing you can do, how I usually look at my conversion rate is on a product by product basis. And so I will usually go to my product statistics and then you can see your conversion rates there. So I'll kind of like pop that up on the screen here for you. Um, that is really helpful because then you can see how different products stack up against each other. So you can one, analyze your products and see, okay, what did I do on this one that did better than that one? And the other thing you can do is you can identify which products you maybe need to tweak and fix and we'll talk about that in a second and then maybe which products are already doing really well and converting really well and you can just send more traffic that way in order to make more money so kind of a couple different ways that you can use your conversion rate to make decisions one question that has been a big staple is what is a good conversion rate the reason this is hard is because 
it's very different depending on your niche and depending on your products and depending on a lot of different things. So there's not like one magical, like this is the magic number from talking to TBT sellers and reading every article I can find from any, you know, person who has mentioned it online. It looks like if you are between five and 10%, that's doing pretty, pretty well. For reference on the internet as a whole, a 3% conversion rate is considered really good. Okay. So TPT already has a higher conversion rate than like just the internet. Um, where again, I like listen to podcasts and they're like 3% conversion rate. It's really great. And I'm like, eh, but is it? Um, but on TPT, it seems like between five and 10% is like a really good place to be. I only get concerned if mine is less than 3% and really if it's less than 2%. If it's 3%, I'm kind of like, eh. But if it's 2% or less, that's when I want to make some adjustments and make some fixes so that that can be, you know, rectified. According to this article on wordstream.com, I have no idea how accurate that is. Um, it says that a, across many different industries, the average landing page conversion rate is 2.35%. And that's talking about landing pages, which is for email lists, which would be free. So that's kind of a good like way you can see. And they're suggesting that you want to get into like about 10%. 10% would be magical, but as long as you're in between five and 10, then I would say you're doing pretty well. Now, a couple of things are going to affect that. Number one is going to be how new your products are. The reason this affects it is because if you have posted a product and it's pretty new and you had five people that looked at it, and one of those people purchased it, then that is a 20% conversion rate. But only five people looked at it. So even though that's technically correct, I don't feel like it's really correct because it's still, you know, it's like not showing the whole picture because it's just not enough people, not enough views in order to get a good picture of how it's doing. So that is one big thing is how new it is and how many views it has is going to affect your conversion rate. Because again, if it's really new, then it might look artificially high or artificially low if it says zero because five people saw it and no one bought it. But again, it's only five people. That's not a huge sample size. So don't freak out too much. Do use some common sense while you look at this. Another thing I noticed with conversion rates is that when I have products that are in bundles, that can affect the conversion rate because a lot of times I'll have a product that has a really low conversion rate, but the bundle has a really high conversion rate. And so my assumption is that people are going to the product and then they're like, oh, I can buy the whole bundle and then they buy the bundle. So that is another way that you can look at your conversion rates. Make sure that you're thinking as you're looking at them, don't stress about them too much, but if they're less than 3%, then you do wanna like, you know, increase them. And if they're, yeah, at any point you can always increase them because we, we like more money for work we have already done. Now to the big question, how do we increase our conversion rates? So your conversion rate is all about people who land on your product and buy or don't buy it. The reason that people don't buy your product, there's two reasons people People don't buy your product if they land on your product they either decide that the product is not for them 
or they land on the product and they don't understand it very well. So what I mean by that is if you go to a product and you don't see a lot of information, you maybe don't know how many pages it has, you're not sure exactly what it is, you're not going to buy it. So the better you can show people what your product is, the better you can explain what your product is, the better your conversion rate will be. So if you are looking to increase your conversion rate, what you want to focus on is that product listing page. So by that I'm talking about thumbnails, previews, descriptions, all of that kind of stuff. Those things make the biggest difference in your conversion rate because again, this is people who have already found you, so it's not a finding problem. They've already found the product, but they decided to either buy or not buy. So if we they decided not to buy, we want to do things that is going to help them to decide to buy in the future. So having the description, having the thumbnails, having the previews, all of those things are going to help you to really increase your conversion rates. My good friend Zig Ziglar, he's not really my friend, but I use this quote all the time, said that usually a prospect says, no because he doesn't understand enough to say yes when people understand your product well and they understand that it's perfect for them then they will buy your product but if they're confused about your product or they don't understand it or they're not sure if they're gonna like it then they're not going to buy it so you want to convince them that this product is for them and also just a side note if the product's not for them that's okay too. Like if they come to your product page and they're like, oh, this isn't for me and they leave, great. That means that you just saved yourself a bad review like and an unhappy customer. We don't want those. Um, if someone is not, you know, your ideal customer, you don't want them buying. You just want people buying who are your ideal customer. So let's talk through each of these things so that you can see kind of like ways that you might be able to tweak them or add them in order to make more money. Now, I'm not gonna focus a lot on covers because your cover is that photo that is, you know, the first thumbnail and people see that from the search page. So I'm assuming people already saw your cover and clicked on your product. So I'm assuming that your cover and your title are okay, you know, because those are things they need to click on before they get to your product page. But once they get to your product page, you want to make sure you're using all of the things at your disposal in order to convince them to buy your product. So first of all, thumbnails. Thumbnails are where you can really let your resource shine. This is usually the first thing that people look at and it's really, really helpful. They're also very visual. So with your thumbnails, there's a couple different ways that you can do it. When I first started, I would just throw up a screenshot and call it a day and it has cost me so many sales, I don't even want to talk about it. Nowadays, I have kind of two ways that I do my thumbnails. Either on one hand, I will do actual physical product photography, which is my favorite thing to do if it's a printable resource, and I will post those pictures in the thumbnails. The other thing I do, if that's maybe not realistic or if it's a digital product, is that I have a just like a thumbnail template on Canva and I'll do three pictures where I have like screenshots of the product and then I have a little description at the bottom. Not a lot of words, you don't wanna get super wordy, but just a little bit to be like, here's you know the highlights, the things that I really want you to see out of this resource. Sometimes I also use my product photography and put them into that 
Canva template and then I will also write things on there. So I might point things out like how it comes in black and white and in color or I might, you know, suggest like here's the three different ways I'm thinking of a product I just made. There was a write the room product and so I did this. I did screenshots with the little text. I really highlighted like it comes in black and white in color. It has answer keys. It's really fun and active and like all of those things I wanted people to know I put in the thumbnails but in not a lot of text. So just like a little bit, you know, like a sentence or two or just bullet points those are fine too so just really quick things or again you can do product photos I would not suggest what I did at the beginning and just throw up throw up a screenshot unless it showcases your product so I do have some like I'm thinking I have a digital game series that I do a lot and in this digital game series I have where you like click on the slide and then it tells you if the answer is correct or not and then you go to the next problem okay so if I have one of those slides then you can see what the product is pretty well so I feel okay about leaving that screenshot there it would still be better to put it into the thumbnail template and maybe I'll do that next time so that I can point some of those things out but it you know it's okay with all of these things there's not necessarily a right and a wrong answer it's just kind of like a there's okay and there's better and there's best and so it just depends on what you're going to do and all of that so thumbnails make them showcase your product and really think about like what are the main points i want people to see do i want them to know there's an answer key do i want them to know it comes in different formats like what is the most important thing and make sure that is what the people see in the thumbnails in addition to your thumbnails you can upload previews so you can upload a preview on any resource and then on non Google Drive resources you can also do a video preview. I have a whole video about previews so I'm going to link those down below in the description where I talk about four different ways to do previews but I'll kind of give you like a brief overview here. Um, the short answer is you should be doing some sort of preview. I've actually heard a lot of people who say they don't buy anything if it doesn't have a preview and your preview should be something different than your thumbnails. Your preview is something new that you have to say or a different format in which to say it. So how I typically do previews, there's a couple different ways. Sometimes I just take a few of the pages out of the product and I just slap preview or my name all over it and make it into a PDF and I upload that. That works really well if you want people to see a lot of pages or maybe like a sampling of pages. That's great. You can also do a similar thing to what I was talking about with the thumbnails where you put screenshots of your product or actual photos of your product and you have captions around that, you know, tell a little bit about your product, maybe have an explanation of what the product is. Maybe if it's a game, definitely include the directions so they know what to do. Um, and all of those things that are going to help people understand it really well. The idea is that once someone buys it, they like already know what to do kind of is like what I think in my head. Um, no one should ever be surprised by what they download. And then in addition to that, you can also do a video preview. Ideally, I love to do video previews on every resource. That doesn't always happen, but I do try to use video previews when possible. Again, Google Drive does not let you do video previews, so there is that. However, you can upload a GIF, 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 I still don't know, but whatever that is, you can upload one of those. So I do my Google resources. I typically will do a screen recording of the Google resource. I put it into Canva and then I download it as a GIF, GIF, whatever. 
and that is what I put into my regular preview section so that it works like a video preview but it doesn't look like one and that's like the most descriptive I can possibly get so video previews are really really helpful they show your product in action they show even more about your resource they're especially good if you have things that are like games or lengthy like they're not super they may not be super exciting if it's like worksheets but if it's something that's a little more complicated it can really help I also have some video previews that I'm directly explaining something I'm thinking specifically of I have a series of different games that I've created or that I have you know someone else created but I made the music version of it and I have a couple different games that I've created and so those videos I those products I find really benefit from having me talking and saying this is exactly what you need to do in the preview that is very helpful for those resources Definitely, definitely, definitely do either a video preview or a regular preview. And if you can do both, do both. It is always better to share more because you will get higher conversion rates with more than you will if you don't have as much. Next up is the description. In your description, people are going to read about your product. So in your description, you wanna make sure that you explain your product fully, explain exactly what is entailed. Like I literally do bullet points where I'm like, this is everything you are getting and any other pertinent information that people might need. Like, is it a Google Drive resource? Is it a zip file? Is it, you know, like, is this something you can do over lots of days? If it's something that has lots of different versions or lots of different activities you can do, I always do that. And so I'll say like, here's five things you can do with these rhythm cards and different things like that. You wanna make sure you include all of those. My kind of magic formula for descriptions is to have a, like my first paragraph, it's called the snippet. That's what pops up when someone searches something. So I want it to be kind of eye-catching and I want it to have lots of those keywords that people are typing into search. So by keywords, I mean things that people are typing in. So like elementary music game, spring rhythm activity, you know, things like that. That's what I want in this little description. Then after that, I have a paragraph, at least one paragraph, maybe two or three about the resource. If it has multiple different aspects, I'm going to have more. So a lot of times I'll have a Google slide and a Google forms file. And so I'll have a paragraph talking about in the Google slides, blah, 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 blah. And then a paragraph talking about in the Google forms, blah, 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 blah. And then I'll have bullet points where I will explain everything in detail. If, and so that'll be a quick, like this includes, you know, X, Y, and Z. It includes rhythm cards, recording sheets, answer keys. Great. Um, I'm also going to put how many of each of those things it includes. So I'm going to tell you how many slides there are, how many games there are, whatever it is. I'm also going to link some related products so that people can go and purchase those as well and maybe have a higher cart value, which we always love. And that's pretty much my formula for descriptions. Always, again, I want to really err on the side of people understanding my product as well as possible. So I like to use my thumbnails and the previews and the descriptions to really, really showcase my product. Now there's one other way that you can increase your conversion rates. And this is one people don't talk about very much, but that is content marketing. You know, if you've been around here that I have a great love of content marketing and content marketing just means that you are marketing your products by talking about them on a blog or on YouTube or on a podcast or something like that, where you are like longer form and you can talk about them, you can explain them and all of that kind of stuff. 
This makes a huge difference in my conversion rate specifically because when people go read a whole blog post where I'm talking about a product, they're already more interested in it than someone who just is searching on TPT. So by the time they click on it and get to my landing page, they're already more inclined to purchase the product because they already know some stuff about it. I try to include lots of stuff about what the product is, how to use it, why I like it, you know, the transformation. That's another thing you should put in your description like what is what are the kids gonna get at it is it easy is it fun is it exciting are they like gonna raise their reading level three levels great um include that but I include those things in my blog posts, in my videos, when I talk about them so that people already know about them. So by the time they get to my products, they're already more inclined to purchase the product because they already understand it. They already know what it's about. They already know all of these different things. So content marketing has made a huge difference in conversion rates in that form because I can talk about products and then send people to them and they're already willing to buy because they were already willing enough to click on it. You know, they're already at least interested at some point. And then they're more willing to buy because they already understand a lot of it. And then they can see the video and the pictures and all of that stuff. And then be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then they can purchase the product. So those are all good ways to increase your conversion rates. I'm going to repeat a couple of things. Number one, don't stress about your conversion rates. It does take some time for them to change. So if you like change something, especially don't stress and like go the next day and be like, it didn't change at all. It's going to take a few months. This is a long game. It's okay. Number two, this might seem like a lot of stuff. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to have thumbnails and a preview and description and after all the things. It's a lot. Yes, it is. But here's the thing, friends. It's worth it. When you post a product, I am the worst about this. When you post a product, you're tempted to just like fly through the listing because you just want to get it up. You're like, I'm done. I want to post it. I want people to buy it. But if you don't take your time and really convince people to buy your product, they're not going to buy it. And then all that time you spent is now wasted because they're not going to buy your product. So if you take the time to make the preview, take the pictures, do the, you know, thumbnails and description and all that, then more people are going to buy. And so the work you already did is going to make you more money. If you're not focusing on your listing page and really working on that, then you basically made all these products and are like putting them at a disadvantage because you didn't do the work to make sure that people would buy, but you already did the work to make the product. And so if you already made the product, you need to make sure that people are buying. You need to do the work. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bop you in the nose. <laughs> There's a dog here. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I promise. Um, if you already did the work to make the product, you need to do the work in order to make sure people are buying the product. You want to make sure people are, you know, buying the products that you have already made. And one thing I will tell you that has helped me with this in particular is that I no longer make and post products in the same day. So if I finished a product, I don't post it that day. I always wait until at least the next day or at least a few hours later so that that way I have more of like a clear head and I don't feel as rushed. I'm not like, I gotta get it up now because I've had some time to, you know, like calm down to think of other things. And now I'm more like refreshed in order to go into that. Another thing that helps is that you can make like a couple of products and then post them all at the same time. And that's going to save you a lot of time because you can do, you know, all the thumbnails at one time, all the product photography at one time and all of that batching work will help you to save some time as well as make more money because you're putting more effort into your listing page. All right, friends, I hope this video was helpful. I'm going to link some things down in the description, including videos about 
previews and videos about product photography and videos about descriptions and anything else that I think might help your conversion rates. So click the links down below to check those out. And if you have any more questions about conversion rates, you can leave them down below in the comments or you can shoot me a message on Instagram over at, at becca.e.davis. That is the best way to reach me. So that is the best place to go if you have any questions. Thanks so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.